0: What's going on, man?
1: Hey, Louie. Uh, th- this is the uh, 15 Minutes Influence Podcast. It's, uh, it's actually been a few weeks since we've done an episode. I, I apologize. The, uh, the website was down and I've um, just been busy, so I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to get back into this. Uh, today, I'm actually doing something a little bit different. Uh, I'm a big sports fan, so I've brought on my uh, my buddy, uh, Louie G. Um, on Twitter, you can find him at SIUSA Sports. And Louie. I, and i have been long long friend we've been friends for a long time louis and uh, we've actually never met so uh, it it's it's been fun to follow you and when i when i first met louis he was uh he was doing sports picks um just solo and over the last couple of years actually started uh the business s i u s a picks and louis you how long have you been running i guess give us your background first like what what got you into sports gambling and what's, what's turned into a business. You know, to talk about the process of how you got started, where you, where you got this affinity for, for gambling, as, you know, as everybody knows I, I have as well, and uh, how you turned it into a real business and how, how things have changed since, since it's become a real business.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, CJ, man. It's been, uh, you and I have known each other for for quite a few years now without actually knowing each other. You know, so we're basically like um, tender dates but we're still phoning each other out, which is cool
1: yeah, yeah absolutely the big
0: the biggest thing um you know that got me into this uh so my s i u s a picks has been going for about six years, so this will be our sixth uh basketball season coming up uh gambling man is just it's a, it's in the dna you either have it you don't i mean we we all grow up playing golf, you know and Betting a dollar a hole, or you know, I can make, I can win the matches if I make this putt, or I'll I'll win a dollar if I make this putt, and that's just how it started, man. And it was a progression from there. So, I think the the poker bubble after that burst, everybody turned to sports betting offline. So,
1: yeah. So it, it's interesting you bring that up because. You know, as young kids, obviously the state I come from, Kentucky, um, you you start gambling on on March Madness, where you know it's not necessarily gambling, but it, it turns into it a bit. And, I mean, or you fantasy think that, football. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that's where it starts, just people's interest of sports, and then trying to connect with with something, you know, trying to create interest in something you know, a game that they, maybe they're not interested in, or their team's not playing, or what what do you think? What, what do you think that connection is?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people want to watch the games and have just that much more rooting interest in games, whether it be fantasy football or elimination draft or any kind of like a pick 'em pool. And then March Madness is great because everybody starts over, you know, come March, and there's you know, six or four teams, and everybody is. Starting from square root and let's go, and that's a good part about it, man. We that was yeah. ultimately the starter for me was getting into March Madness, and then it was, you know, maybe I can bet a game, and now I won't even play a pull unless it's against the spread, as you know.
1: So, do do you think, Louis? You're you're uh, you're also in sales too, right? Yes. Do you think that some part of fantasy football, gambling, you know, all of this is, has something to do with just in liking action, you know, liking just things going on all the time, liking having your your brain being into something, or, or do you think that's, that's connected?
0: Well, I think that's how DFS has got so popular, is because you have all these, um, well, you have a lot of business people that can't shut down their brains and year long fantasy football leagues, they're they're not gonna be able to last because it's it's not enough of a hit for these people. Not necessarily a bad thing, but you have every week where you can even you can start on Thursday and you can retry again on Sundays and and brings it to Sunday and Monday. So I I do think that has a lot to do with it, and that's why these companies like FanDuel and DraftKings are making it so big. Yeah,
1: it's, it's funny that you mentioned that too. Yeah, it's it's definitely I found myself really enjoying DFS almost more than you know actually wagering on a game, just because you can you know create so many options and it it you know it sounds it sounds bad, but I, I think it's a, a lot of it with DFS is the short term you know instant gratification of knowing you know. I could put four dollars in this tournament, and I'm not likely to. But by the end of the day, I could, you know, have a hundred thousand dollars or you know, something, something wild. I think people just like that feeling of knowing that there's a possibility that uh, yeah,
0: it's crazy, man. Um, we'll say I put, you know, a thousand dollars on a on a game against a spread, and I'm sitting there watching the game. Sometimes, most of the time, I try not to watch it. Or I'll put five dollars into, you know, my DraftKings and once I see my total going up and it's like, oh my goodness, I might win like ten grand. It it it's an instant gratification, it's almost like a high that you get from watching such a small income of money turn into something else as opposed to sitting there watching a three hour game. And I I think it's a cool transition. I like it. So that's how they made the money. Obviously, yeah. a good business model.
1: Yeah, no, that's. I I think that's interesting. I I wasn't expecting to hop on here and talk about that, but I I think that's really interesting to think about. So, um, so let's let's talk about your your business a little bit more. Like, what what made you decide to go from you know picking your own games and just doing your own thing to wanting to take on clients? And you know how how is that pressure different? Because I know me, I'm in client services as well, and it's. It's one of those things where it's like you, you you feel an internal pressure and almost a almost some stress to to perform and get good results because these people are trusting you with money they're trusting you with you know their livelihood their you know their their future and um, talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, so in 2000 I think it was 2012 we started almost uh, late fall 2012 and uh, I I wanted the pressure. So it, it keeps me honest, so the one, the one thing that I wanted to do was accountability, and that's huge for me, and also one of the reasons why I started the company is because I want to get back to charity. so when I, when I first started, we hit it big. It, it was me, it, it was a couple it was two friends that I, I had on Twitter, and it ended up only going back to myself. So, it was me by myself. But one of the the cool things about it, man, is you get accountability. Somebody's always watching over you. And I help people in the fact that, you know, sometimes on a Saturday morning, people wake up and they want to bet on a lot of games or they want to bet on a lot of games on Sunday. I'm there to help them. So they don't necessarily spread their bankroll too thin, but also my main objective was that November late November night when they're looking at the NBA card and they want to bet eight games on there. So that's why I did it. It's just to help them out, help people, give back to charity, and all that.
1: Yeah, and um. I, I say that because I have a ton of respect. Obviously I followed you for a long time and, um, you know, in, in business and sports, like anything, if, if, if you're going to get good at what you do, you have to be consistent. And the one thing that I, you know, following you for years and years and years, is just, it's not like you, you know, you're, you're putting in work a few days a week. You, you're, you're on this seven days a week and you know, really, you really work hard at it. So I, I, I really like appreciate the craft, but so the next thing I, I kind of want to talk about is that like what goes into that process. So if you're, you're sitting down and you're you're looking at games because you, you, you consistently win, you know every, every almost every sport it, it seems like you you're producing winning seasons. Obviously NBA is your your killer and you do awesome, but you know even baseball, basketball, college, NBA, um, you do really well. So when you're sitting down at the beginning of the day, so it's you know it's Saturday morning, it's seven a.m. Um, what yes, it is. what's the process? What's the process when you sit down and you start looking at games of how, how you're making selections? Let's talk about it on a football Saturday.
0: Well, um, just to, you know for everybody to be clear, I don't I really don't sleep a lot, so I'm always up because I live, eat, breathe this. It's um, how I make my money. So there's a there's a huge process that goes into it. Um, there's a lot of times that I have to take I have to take some sort of influence, or I'll go for a walk, or I'll or I'll do something, and I'll be thinking about games. And you, really, every sport is different, Carson. So you got to do like baseball is such a numbers game; it's in the totality. So it's strictly, you know, like a system-oriented game whereas college football is a little bit different. You know, you're betting against a spread, so there's a game there. But NBA, there's spots, so you want to pick a team that is going on the road. Maybe they've got three days rest. Maybe somebody doesn't like to go to Cleveland, which there's certain players that I know that don't like to go, you know, certain places. So that's how you bet into those games. Um, Without giving giving away my secret sauce, it's, it's all in hard work. It always is about hard work, and that's, a, that's the same thing in life. I mean, everything in life is about hard work. If you can do hard work, you're going to be beaten. So.
1: Yeah, and I, I think for the sake of not using too many cliches in a row here, it, 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 you kind of have a process, and uh, as our friends with Sixers always say, you kind of have to trust that process. You know, you, you could go on a bad streak, but if you Love if you believe in yourself and you, and you have a process that's, you think is going to work, you have to be confident enough to, you know, keep with that process. Would you say that's correct?
0: Yeah. And, you know, I still use pen and paper. So what I do is uh, I, I write everything down in script, and then I read it as I go for a walk. Or I'm, or I'm out back. I'm sitting in my hammock, and I and I read everything that I wrote down. And if it if it really rings true to me, maybe I'll place a bet. But if not, I'll leave it off, You know. What I mean? And it, and getting back to the point of you know having clients and all that kind of stuff, because that was the next step. Once I got clients, it was a culture shock to me because. You were right. I mean, it, it brought a pressure that I didn't even know. It's one thing betting for yourself, but it's a whole nother thing betting for hundreds of other people. And, you know, I every single day I wake up and I want to win for them. But also, we have to win for each other, too. And, and, and everything that's gone on, you know, with Hurricane... Um, Irma and everything down in Florida, all my my family's down there. It, it's been a culture shock, a little bit for me, but we're still doing alright.
1: Yeah, man, I, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear everything's okay. I know our we have some family down there as well, and everything is okay. So, yeah, and I, I definitely I love everything that you do with charity too. Before just maybe 30 seconds, what what are the charities that you you work you're working with right now? And then we'll we'll get into some games.
0: Yeah, so we did um, the Hurricane um, Herman Fund, and then we also – my main charity is St. Jude's. So every, half of everything that I take in goes to St. Jude's right off the top. Um, I understand everything that's going on, you know, around for the relief for all the hurricanes and stuff, but ultimately that is my number one charity.
1: Yeah, and well, I I think that's stuff's important to talk about just because I feel like sports betting and – um, you know that it, it has a stigma that it's you know not a real business that you know people people automatically will connect to it kind of not I guess I guess just from from what people used to know it as and it's just not like that anymore. People, like you said, it's accountability. There's people on Twitter that are literally have anonymous accounts and will track your picks. So it, it, it's created a, a whole new level of transparency and it's allowed good people like you. So it's really shine through, and then calling out the people that, you know, make up fake numbers and um, don't do it the right way. So, uh, so I've always respected you. You've always been one of the really good guys in, in that industry. So let's uh, yeah. let's, let's get go Let's let's move ahead. Um, there's some okay. big games today. I'm, I'm obviously I'm on I'm on the way down to uh, college game day. Watch Louisville Cardinals and Clemson Tigers. Should be a good one. But well, let's let's start with a couple of you kind of I'm gonna call them secondary games, which is so funny to say because the third weekend of college football for my entire life has been Florida and Tennessee. You know, you can always always expect that. That that's always been the marquee game, and it, over the last it seems like five years, you know, it seems like that that game is starting to lose its luster a little bit. You know, well, everybody will still be watching because it'll be the CBS prime game, but let's. Let's start there. What What are your thoughts on this game? I mean, can Florida continue to be as bad on offense as uh, as they are, and can Tennessee kind of ride that momentum from the big comeback, uh, Georgia Tech, and then you know staying on the right track? What's What do you see out of this game?
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, um, I don't think Florida has any offense. And let me preface this with I'm a Florida State fan, so. <laughs> Yeah. I'm always upset anytime I talk about Florida, but I think it, defense is going to reign supreme in this game. So uh, Florida's got great defense. These guys, these guys can play, man, but they, they haven't had a quarterback in about four years. I would take the points if you know. If I was a betting person, I would take the points on Tennessee. I do and what's think Florida, what's, the, what's the
1: spread right what's the spread right now or what I don't that?
0: know what it's at exactly at this second um you're get it's less than the touchdown. I know that I think it was four and a half last time or five and a half last time I saw it, but i I really do think Tennessee's gonna keep this game close um definitely a defensive battle. It's gonna be somewhere in the neighborhood of like twenty one fourteen, twenty one seventeen, somewhere in there.
1: Yeah. It always seems like those games are just really grind grinded out. Um, you know, can't really get a feel for it. I remember game yeah. this year was was really ugly and uh it's just that it's always close, it always comes down to a field goal or something close. So yeah, I definitely agree with you. If it's if it's uh if you're getting if you're getting like more than four or five points, I uh, I definitely I think Tennessee would be the the right move there. So, um,
0: yeah, I didn't I didn't personally bet the game, but I try to stay away from Florida games because of my bias. Um, unless yeah, they're playing yeah. Florida State, because then I just bet Florida State, and then you know you <laughs> win for the last seven years. But <laughs> we, we, the one thing about Florida that I really like. Is their defense, and I think in SEC play, that's going to reign supreme because we watched the Bama Florida State game, and we watched two defenses going at each other the whole game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely agree with you. So, um, moving right along, the uh, the next game I wanted to touch on real quick is uh, a game that. Yeah, you know, what was it? Twelve years ago was was my favorite college football game in the history of college football. Um, USC Vince Texas. Young, yes, yes. USC <laughs> Texas. Obviously, no liner, no Vince Young, no Reggie Bush, and in fact, that that game actually didn't happen um, based on the record books. But what? No, it 12 happened. Twelve years later, these <laughs> it definitely did happen. I watched it, and I watched Lyndell White not get that fourth and one, and then <laughs> <Gell-Ren-> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but, yeah, 2017, that game's a little bit different. Um, Texas is nowhere close to what they were. What I saw this game was uh, was a 16-point spread last time I saw it. Um, Does USC cover that today?
0: No, Texas covers. Um, And here's why. Texas is such a strong school, man. They – you got to remember, there's, there's three major bloods of the country where recruits come from. They come from Florida, they come from Texas, and they come from Southern Cal. Southern Cal's got theirs. Texas has theirs, too. And Herman is going to bring Texas back to being the Texas that we know. And uh, I remember watching that game with uh, Vince Young, Reggie Bush, it was one of the best games in college that I've ever seen in my life, and I honestly think that we're going to get a we're going to get a bar knocker tonight. It's going to be a one possession game, I think in my opinion, and i would I would love to see Texas win based on the fact that get them back to where they're supposed to be because Texas is good for football, just like you know, the Cowboys are good for NFL and the same thing that the Celtics and the Lakers are good for NBA. So we'll get them back tonight.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's I, that's a good point. It's, I mean, the Texas team, if they could find a quarterback, it's definitely not a roster that's void of talent. Um, Charlie had have been doing a good job recruiting. They There's definitely a lot of talent on the roster. It's just can they can they put it together? Can they find a quarterback? And can they get some stops? I mean, people just run free well, if, if it's anything Well, like I that, remember what,
0: what Charlie Strong was uh, Louisville coach, right? And then yeah, Texas. I th- I think Charlie Strong was not right for Texas. I I didn't like to hire from the very beginning. And, and I'm on Twitter if you guys want to fact check me. But Charlie is a really good coach. He should go to you know somebody like Pitt. He should go to somebody. He should go to the well, NFL. Well,
1: he's got a pretty good spot. He's three uh, zero at South Florida now. I actually think. I mean, that's where he's he kind of made his name down there in Florida. You know, I yeah. Think thank South you, South
0: Florida, Florida, Florida for covering that for him. Yeah. Thank you, South Florida, for covering last night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did. That was that was a good, that was a good game. They 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 look good. They score a lot of points. So. And then uh, the last game I want to talk about, obviously, is the one I'm heading to tonight, the game. Um, a lot of people uh-huh. are having this is the biggest game in uh, Louisville football history, the, the biggest game in the, in the state of Kentucky football history. Um, I tend to agree there's only one that could come close, um, the Louisville-West Virginia blackout game. But uh, this, certainly, this certainly is – in my mind, the biggest game in Louisville football history. They get game day. They get the defending champs at home, in a in a great spot. Um, you got the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Offensive lines look pretty good. Uh, we still don't know if Louisville's best corner, um, Jair Alexander, is going to play. Um, there's just a lot a lot of unknowns in this game. You know, it who, what's what's the the quarterback situation. I mean, is, Clemson, is this kid from Clemson for real? What What, do you, what are you seeing from a non, non-biased non point of view? Because obviously I, I've got a lot of skin in the game. So from a non-biased point of view, what, what are you seeing here?
0: One of the things, uh, CJ, that I always look at when I look at the game is I want to look at the left tackle against defensive end. Can the left tackle beat the defensive end? Number one, that's my starting. Just like in NBA, I go point guard, point guard. So, in on the NFL field or college football field, it's left end to your left tackle. I think you win that. Louisville wins that. Lamar Jackson is a baller, man. He's so good. Last year, um, I thought they would beat Clemson. And I bet them to beat Clemson. Man, I think Lamar, yeah, that... is, I think Lamar is more mature. I think he's got a little bit of a different appreciation for the football game. And it, it, it's a maturity factor that you have to have when you play quarterback. And now he's at home. It's a, it's a late-night game. I'm betting Louisville, I already took plus three and a half, but I just want them, I want him to recognize where he's at and and just stay low, you know, stay humble.
1: Yeah, and he really has progressed. It it was interesting, David Hale wrote an interesting article this week, and he he called this Lamar Jackson 5.0, and immediately my mind went to all the different, you know, 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. And I can think every single step of the way from his freshman year, you know, those different phases. And, yeah. and I, know, yeah. I know they played Purdue, North Carolina. And we're not talking about a similar you know caliber team as a Clemson, but he, he's really showed a patience, just a calm in the pocket. You know, some of the throw, like last year, the, those check down routes would just be thrown way too hard, you know, those underneath routes. And now, I'm I'm expecting those throws to sail, and they're just not. He's putting touch on it. He's hitting that five-yard underneath. He's hitting the back out of the front field. And they're turning into a big play.
0: I I, I live in Tidewater, Virginia. I grew up with Michael Vick. So, there's a a clear comparable between Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. But... Lamar can throw the ball a little bit better, I think in my in my opinion, he's a little bit better than Michael Vick so
1: well you, the funny thing about that, Lou is Michael Vick himself says that <laughs> that's uh Michael Vick
0: <laughs> yeah I mean Lamar I played in a golf tournament yesterday with Michael Vick, so I know
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny um. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm uh, heading down to college game day. It looks like a beautiful setup. Last year it rained, and uh, they had it next to the stadium. They were kind of unprepared for it. So um, I'm really curious to, uh, to see how it is today. If you, know, you want to follow, follow that, I'll, I'll be posting a lot on, uh, on Twitter, Carson Jones in the number one. Um, Louie, we're, we're kind of running out of time here, but I uh, wanted to get your quick thoughts, maybe 30 seconds on each one of these games. Um, for yeah. tomorrow, maybe give the people some insight into the thought process tomorrow. Because you know, once once Saturday football starts, it, it kind of does all run together. And you know, you wake up, yeah. you, you kind of get out mm-hmm. of your football coma on Sunday night around you know when sixty minutes hits, and you're like, whoa, that, you know that was a lot of football. So let's talk about three mm-hmm. NFL games real quick. Um, first one yeah. I want to talk about is the uh, the Saints and the Patriots. Um, one interesting thought here is. The the Patriots are coming off 10 days rest. You know, they had that opener game. And the Saints mm-hmm. are coming off, you know, a, a regular week, the shortest week you can possibly have. They played the Monday night game, then coming in and playing the Sunday at one game. Uh, what what are you, What's your feel here? Does Tom Brady have a big bounce back game?
0: Really, I don't have a bet on this game for a couple of reasons. I I, do, I I will not bet against the Patriots on breath. Right. That's just, it's, it's one of my rules. Um, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, it's such a good squad, man, and, and, and I cannot stand them. But the Saints, I mean, they look absolutely horrible, which really I love betting against a team that looks horrible on national TV. If I can take that team on that was horrible on national TV, I'm gonna do it. But it's the Patriots, so I can't. I can't bet the game. I do think the Saints cover six and a half at home. If you can get it, if you can get six, if you can get six and a half, bet it.
1: Yeah, they're, they they are definitely a different team in the Superdome. They got to figure out a way to uh, to use Adrian Peterson, or they got to trade him to. Like the Giants or somebody, somebody, and get. Well, them I
0: think that. I, 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 I do think that they're going to trade AP
1: at yeah, some point. I, they
0: like have that. to. Yeah, he it just doesn't seem like a, a natural fit.
1: He's
0: a bulldozer. He's a bulldozer in the crowd that has a bunch of cranes. So you have to just get rid of them, or you got to use them. I don't think yeah, they use them
1: with Drew Brees, that just doesn't seem to be their style. Um, the, uh, next game we'll touch on real quick. i get your thoughts on is probably the game of the week. I mean, this was a, this was a, uh, actually it was a blowout from the start and the Packers tried to make it interesting in the playoffs, but Falcons Packers playoff rematch. Um, what do you, what do I you think? I love this game.
0: I love this game. Yeah. I love this game. Um, Given the fact that, you know, Bama beat Florida State, so I'm still a little bit of hurt in the Mercedes Dome. I think that's what it's called now. I would take, I'm taking the Falcons. So I'm betting on the Falcons. I got minus two and a half. I didn't see enough from the Packers in game one to warrant this line to be so low I have the line personally at six and a half so
1: yeah I, I, I tend to agree with you I, I think I mean, the Packers defense looked great at home in the first game but that Seahawks offensive line just so bad you know going on the road a lot of there's gonna be a lot of emotion and in the new stadium, um, obviously putting down the NFC banner, they, that's gonna. I, I think they're gonna be hungry. I, I tend to agree with you. I think if this game is played in November, I I like the Packers a lot more than I do Week Two. They just they seem well, to they seem to start slow and. It, there's yeah.
0: a lot of there's a lot of sharp people that are on the Packers at plus three or whatever, but. It is, it's one thing that you have to always think about, Carson. You see that you always have to do what feels good. You know, sometimes there's a bet that doesn't feel good, and then there's other times that a bet feels good. And I'm a huge gut person, you know. So what feels good to me, I'll bet. Yeah, numbers are great. I always use numbers, but at the same time. If you have something that feels good to you, you got to go with it. And I know that the Falcons are going to show up to this game, and I'm always going to bet on the NFL team that shows up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're you're so right. Uh, and then Lou, we'll we'll wrap up with this. So I, I want to make this kind of like a, a weekly thing, and uh, we'll we'll get your picks on the air. So. Last but not least, what what is your, your favorite game of the week? What's the what's the Louis G game of the week? You can be college pro, um, uh, your choice. Give us one minute, your favorite game, why you like it, and uh what what you're going with.
0: Well, my favorite game of the week is the Eagles. I'm gonna take the Eagles. I got plus five and a half right now. I'm going to take plus six, if I can, for another couple units. Um, you know, to give a backstory, a unit is one-fiftieth of your bankroll. And um, I, I really like what I'm seeing from Carson Wentz. He's got poise in the pocket. He's basically a maneuverable quarterback that's got a good running game. Good offensive line. The defense is going to show up. So that's what I'm doing today.
1: Cool, man. Yeah, I, I like it. It's uh, um, his name's Carson, so I like that. And uh, <laughs> they're, they're definitely showing a lot of a lot of improvement. I was impressed by the Eagles in Week One. I I kind of I, I was I was too much on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon last week, and the Eagles uh, proved me wrong. So they they're certainly worthy if they can go in and win that game at Kansas City. That will be uh, super impressive. So
0: the, the, the thing about Kirk Cousins, he's a great quarterback. If you give him time, he's almost he's almost like Alex Smith. He's he's basically Alex Smith. So I always fade him if I can. And you know, getting back to our original point, won a lot of money on Philly beating Redskins last last week. But for for everybody listening, I like the Titans getting to going two and a half. Eagles, Dolphins, Jets. So do you know an interesting that? interdivision division games are thirty and fifty five against the spread, giving more than ten points. So I'm picking the Jets, giving fourteen.
1: Interesting. Yeah, Lou, that's that's uh, that's more than we asked for, man. Those that's I, I really appreciate it. I know uh, if if anything, I mean I I ask you, you know, anytime I want to want to get in on a game or uh, throw some money down on it, I will always hit you up. So I, I really appreciate it, Lou. You've been uh, more than generous with your time. Um, I, I appreciate everybody listening. If uh, if they want to find you on Twitter, what where can they find you, Lou?
0: Well, they can find me at SIUSA, um, and, you know, they can always find us on um, at Carson Jones, both of us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, well, Lou, thanks, to, thanks again for coming on. I uh, definitely want to make this a weekly thing, and I, I appreciate you sharing the insights, and uh, good luck today, my man. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man, luck is all you make it. We should do uh – we're going we're, we're gonna to do an NBA one next weekend.
1: Let's do it, man. I'd love to do a season preview. It's going to be a fun uh, NBA season. So, everybody, thank you, I, thank you for tuning in to the uh, 15 Minutes of Influence podcast. We will see you next time.